Yes, sir. I love the music, too. A little John Tesh, NBA and NBC. Right. Hello, LZ. Hello there, George Sedano. How are you today? I'm excited. This is like Christmas again. Right. It really this is. is like a, this is our third Christmas this year. I don't know what I'm going to do on the actual Christmas. I mean, probably eat. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think that's but, kind of the way to go. I mean, but it's I exciting, man. There's, there's yeah. so much going on. And because there's no consensus number one overall player, hmm. we don't know what's going to happen when the draft starts. Right. Right. And I'm so look, excited. The Lakers don't have a pick, but it doesn't mean they don't they won't have a pick because the way exactly. today has the way today has started <laughs> with like 37 other moves already being made, uh, there is a real possibility the Lakers can buy themselves uh, an opportunity to pick in this draft. So you probably shouldn't go anywhere, uh, is what I would say. I mean, it would not shock me at all if the Lakers found themselves back in this draft in the first round. Really? The shock first me at round? All. Wow. It wouldn't I, I, shock me at all. Based upon everything that we've seen right. from some of these other organizations. Well, if, it, I mean, if they trade Kuzma, that's a possibility. I mean, rumor has it that Danny Green's fetching number one picks. Well, no, no. Danny Green did not fetch a number one. That's not what happened there. What uh, happened? What, He's what not happened a, there he, is that Al Horford's contract is so bad, uh, or at least teams consider it so bad, that you have to attach a sweetener to, uh, to get it off your books is what happens. So he's so Danny Green's getting swapped for a number one pick. I mean, in technically yes, but not. That's really. what I'm saying, dog. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Danny Green and number one pick tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Like this is so unpredictable. Yes. The way that we talked about Danny Green after he missed that shot in Game Five, you would have thought he would have needed to get a six round pick at best, and here he is. Not only getting a multi-time All-Star who may or may not be a Hall of Famer, but also a first-round pick with that? Anything can happen, George. Right, except Al Horford's like, uh, what, what is he, like 35 years old and has a contract that runs for another three years at like a, almost $100 million or whatever it is? Listen, it's not a great contract, but he still is a really good player. <laughs> so nonetheless, uh, there is a real possibility uh, that I think the Lakers will buy into the second round because I – so the the reports are that the Lakers view basically pick 25 to like 40 very similarly. So it's just a matter of value. Like I do think yep. there is a real possibility that they – look, they bought in last year at, what was it, 46, 45 for Taylor Horton Tucker. So I could see them doing something similarly. You just you just never know. There are, there are a lot of, let's just say, hungry teams yeah. who are desperate to either make the playoffs or try to keep a star – Right. You have a lot of teams that are spinning their wheels. Yeah. And and then you have some teams that are not letting restricted free agents know that they might be traded. But if Kuz is traded, he won't find out because Woj had a Woj bomb because he's deactivated his Twitter. Or do you think he has a burner? Oh, he's definitely got a burner. He's do you definitely think, got a burner. Do you burner. think, Greg, that Kuz has a burner to find out the Woj it's stuff? Yes, absolutely. Does it something like Uzma Kyle or something like that? Yeah, Ooh, I like that. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would ever know. Maybe he'll put like a bunch of numbers at the end of it, so you're not so people sure. think it's a bot, right? Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah, it'll, exactly. ju it'll just say like that boy from Flint, Michigan, and we're not supposed to know who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Laura, um, do you believe that Kuz has a uh, has a burner potentially since he deactivated his Twitter? I think he had one before he deactivated his Twitter. Whoa! Whoa! I like that. I like Breaking that. news. <laughs> Come on. Do you guys really don't think he didn't have one? Come on. That, that's real talk. Hey, can you guys hear Rufus? Yes. On there? Yes. yes, we can. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell Rufus to shut up. This yeah. is 
is bothering me too. Yeah, Rufus yeah. is gonna have to chill for a little yeah. bit. That's for Gotta sure. Gotta let that dog out. Yeah, who let them out? By the way, you can find out know. who let them out. Actually, <laughs> uh, it will be you. Apparently, that's the case. Um, so the big story today. There's multiple ones. There's the Al Horford one we kind of just talked about briefly, which we can get into a little later in more detail. Uh, there's the unfortunate Clay Thompson situation, and Momo's going to join us at 5 o'clock, so she should have more on what the heck happened to uh, poor Clay. Uh, what, a, what a mess that could be. That is um, for so him. heartbreaking, yeah, man. Yeah, just terrible. Terrible news. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, Clay. Right, wait, George, you go ahead yeah. and explain. I got to tell Rufus to shut up. Okay, Clay. go ahead. All right. uh, for those that don't know, Clay had a apparent injury. At, he's been working out here in, in Southern California, and he had an apparent injury. Now, the only good news is that it wasn't the same left leg that he hurt in Toronto or in that series. It is the right leg. Um, so maybe it's not something structural, and that's the hope, and he's going to get tested and stuff like that, and it just, you know. It just stinks. All of it stinks, no matter what. Like it just, it just stinks. I, I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible for Michael. I feel terrible for everyone involved. Um, so there's that. Greg, you were breathing. Did you want to say something? Well, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, it was. I was really excited to see the Warriors this year and actually have, you know, a chance against the Lakers. And everybody, you know, Stephen A. Smith is talking about how they got a real good shot against the Warrior against the Lakers, and they don't. If they don't have Kuzma. I mean, if they don't have Kuzma, if they don't have Clay kind of goes away right well oh no for I, sure yeah i mean if they have clay they're, they're, it's over the season's over again you know what i mean like they I, you know maybe they can be like an eight seed but like that's that's it like that's kind of what you're looking at in the western conference you well, know what well, i mean like i don't well, know this is why it's important that you know we sit back and see how this draft plays out because with this news you just never know what they may decide to do with their pick right and i i think i i again i would take wiseman if i were them now just because if if Clay is injured, regardless of the fact he's injured, even if it's the other leg, that's still now two injuries. Um, you you do need an injection of youth, of of good talented youth on that roster. Wouldn't you say? Isn't that fair to say? I mean, it's not like the guys are old. They're they're all in their thirties now. They're all in the, but early thirties, right? Like Clay, right? what yeah. is thirty? What is stuff like thirty one? Maybe yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's still young, ish. It's mm. on. Put it this way. Um, if they were 34, 35, then I would say, yeah. But you're telling me you can get like three to four more seasons with them near their peak. I wouldn't classify them as an old team. No, I, but I don't classify them as a young team anymore by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, I you don't. And, I mean? and there is a question about Draymond, who is looking older and is playing older for sure. Right, right. Um, so there's that. But the big news uh, apparently is – Remember that Giannis deal we were talking about yesterday? Remember all that? Which one? They the, had like the, 15 the, moves. The, the Bucks deal where, you know, the Bucks, remember the two nights ago, uh, now they, you know, they were getting uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and Drew Holiday and Drew all Holiday. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Drew Holiday part looks like it's still happening, maybe. Okay, that's nice. But the Bogdanovich part, there's a problem. So apparently nobody told Bogdanovich he was going to Milwaukee, and he's like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's a big problem. Sam Amick of The Athletic reporting uh, that the deal is in peril is the way he would describe peril. it. Yeah, and the outcome is unclear that Bogdanovich uh, was not aware, that, uh, that he, he was not made aware, and he did not sign off on going to Milwaukee. 
So what does that mean in terms of the paperwork and the CBA? What are his options? You know what? I'll explain that on the other side, LZ, because there like are it. a lot of options there. We will have some of that. Uh, plus, the draft is starting here very shortly. We could have the first pick. We're going to keep you posted on what's going on there, uh, where LaMelo will go, the latest on Clay Thompson, Danny Green on the move. Could the Lakers be making a deal? It seems like everyone else is. We'll have more details for you coming up. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Holy moly. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. So, it's funny, LZ, that we literally just teased this Bogdan Bogdanovich story because you asked me about the framework and what could happen and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so, let, let me just catch you up on what happened. So, we were talking about the big deal. We were talking about a lot really more. Mostly, we never even really mentioned Bogdanovich all that much yesterday because we just assumed, oh, yeah, that's going to happen, right? Like, right. you know, whatever. The We were focusing on the holiday part of it. Like, damn, that's a lot of picks for Drew Holiday, who was a nice player. Um, but that's like a Paul George Hall, you know? Right. And then we were focusing on whether Milwaukee is actually better than the teams in the East, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and clearly, you know, how the Lakers fall into all that and the Clippers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So – we started or we finished the segment by telling you that, you know, the deal is in peril, according to Sam Amick of The Athletic. Uh, basically, um, the 28-year-old small forward from the, uh, from the Sacramento Kings, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, had no idea, LZ, that he was part of this. It's, quote, clear Bogdanovich never gave the go-ahead to be included in the framework of this deal. So Giannis is not getting Bogdan Bogdanovich, and I don't even know what the hell happens to the Drew Holiday deal. Uh, but Woj has decided to um, chime into this part of the conversation as well, and Woj now adds that Bogdan Bogdanovich, the Kings forward who was allegedly going to Milwaukee, plans <laughs> to enter restricted free agency on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern the Kings and Bucks had hoped to bring Bogdanovich to the framework of the sign-and-trade to negotiate a Bogdanovich contract with Milwaukee on Friday, but he will move into the marketplace to find an offer sheet or seek out other sign-and-trade scenarios. Lord. So, you know, everyone that was assuming that Giannis was going to just sign in Milwaukee with the extension, now that may still happen, but it ain't a done deal by any stretch of the imagination anymore. Wow. Like... What was the question I asked you, George? The framework. I, I asked no. I initially asked you off when we were having our meeting. Right. Is Vladdy still there? No, and he's not. <laughs> and for those that wonder why Bogdanovich would not want to play in Milwaukee, it's this: he's a restricted free agent. He's 28 years old. He came to play in the NBA from Europe at 25. This is his first and probably only chance at a real contract. So the Bucks could only take him in at $14.65 million, according to our Bobby Marks. He was making nine last year in Sacramento in the last year of his deal, almost 10. So 
That's not a huge increase it's for not. someone who's hitting free agency. Atlanta can pay him closer to $20 million per year, so he'd be giving up more than $5 million a year, okay, by going to Milwaukee. I don't blame the dude for nope. not wanting – like, Giannis, we may be partners and be cool, but not that cool. No, because you're going to get at least two more contracts after this. Right. And I'm probably going to get this one, maybe one more, but it's not going to be nearly as big as a payday as this time right now. So I need to cash in. And I'm so, going to assume that Giannis is a grown-ass man. He understands that. No, for sure. But he's probably annoyed. Like, like I know that it's the Kings' problem in, in a lot of ways, but it also is probably the Bucks a little too, right? Like, if you're – you know when you're mad, LZ, you're just mad at everybody, you know? Like, yeah. when, you're, when you're that mad. Yep. And he's probably like, how come y'all didn't know that this was a thing? Like, you know, how did you guys not talk to his agent, right? And and when the, when you were doing the framework of the deal to find out if he was cool with this? Because that probably should have been done by Milwaukee too, right? I would assume that they would have had conversations with his team before pulling the trigger on the, on the trade and not just rely upon one source being Sacramento. Especially, especially because it's Sacramento. I was just gonna say, especially because it's Sacramento. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it, there's a reason why I ask you if Vladi was still there. Yeah, and the fact that he's not still there and he still managed to do this out the gate be on draft night, it's just that is a franchise that is up for sale. Oh my god! You probably can call them up and say, "Hey, let me get Buddy healed and some and some of the real estate." For a second round draft pick, and I say, okay. You I know? Mean, but so if you are interested, I know Greg likes to say, what is it? Hashtag uh, what? Hashtag what? Hashtag. I don't, I future don't know. La- oh, if you hashtag future Lakers. I mean, yeah. come on, man. I didn't even know you we were going the conversation? With that. What the hell? Are you listening to the show? <laughs> yes, it's the show am, you produce. Or are you watching the Jets again? You're going to tweet us about how well they're playing. I mean, I'm watching James Wiseman right now on, on the TV. Who was crying? Someone was already crying. We haven't even made Uh, picks. See, now it's my dog now. Now it's my dog. It's your dog? Yeah. Um, So anyway, so if you thought Giannis hashtag future Laker or maybe perhaps hashtag future Clipper, right? Because they they will be – if if Paul George and Kawhi opt out, there's going to be a lot of options, right? Like they're – and clearly they're – LZ, we know how many, maybe close to eight to ten teams were lining up money to potentially take their – Swing at Giannis? Yeah, of course. All those teams are now like, hmm, we back in the game. It's it's absolutely baffling to me how leadership that's functioning with multi-million, if not billion-dollar corporations miss out on the simplest parts of transactions of this nature. Like, why wouldn't you hit up old dude and just say, hey, this is what we're thinking? Right. Why would you treat him and his team as if they aren't factors in this conversation when you know he's a restricted free agent? Like, this isn't someone you got locked up for five years and it doesn't matter what they think. This is a free agent. So let me explain something to you. And I I say this to everyone, right? I've had these conversations with even, uh, you know, Greg, right? I've said it, uh, you know, I, I say it to Laura. You know, you and I, you and I've been in this business a long time. And it doesn't matter what business you're in. No matter what you do, okay, the devil is in the details. If you don't get the details right at what whatever it is you do for a living, I don't care if you are 
a an electrician, an accountant, a plumber, a broadcaster, a producer, uh, whatever you are, okay? You need to be good at the details. And if you are running a professional sports franchise, you better as hell be good at the details because there are a lot of details to deal with with a professional sports franchise. And both the Milwaukee Bucks and the Sacramento Kings have just failed that class with a big capital F. And George, like, these aren't even like, you know, small print details. This is still the first paragraph. Correct. In large print that they just skipped over. Yeah. You're trying to trade a restricted free agent. Like, that's like really, <laughs> like it's it's not that hard to say, Man. hey, we don't really have him like that. Let's check to see if he's cool with this proposed move based upon what his team has to say before we go out and say the deal is done. <sighs> that hard you would think that i mean I, I mean listen you've covered this league a long time i've covered this league a long time generally that's what happens when you have a framework of a deal you tell you 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 go to sacramento and you're like hey is it cool if we talk to his agent you know and then right. you, and usually it's like yeah yeah and then you start working out because at the end of the day if you were milwaukee you had to hash out a deal with bogdanovich on an extension as part of the sign it's- and trade you know you know what I mean? Like, everybody I, I had know. to be involved, you know? I know. It, I'm, I'm just completely baffled as to why they thought they could just do this now. Now, listen, we do know that during the last trade deadline, his name was floated out there. Correct. And, and maybe they just picked up the old script and just says, okay, let's just pick up where we left off without realizing where they left off is a totally different place than where they are today. Right. You uh, could have traded him at the trade deadline They should have, is what they should have done. They could have gotten more <laughs> for him at, at that point. Um, I mean, because even what they were getting back is Dante G. DiVincenzo and DJ Wilson and some other dude I don't even remember at the moment, um, which is, fa- is like, okay, but that's not a good haul for a guy who uh, clearly multiple teams are clamoring for, you know? Right, right. Um, what a disaster. Bastard. What a disaster. By the way, the draft hasn't even started yet. We're still 22 minutes away, and all this craziness has happened today. Like, we haven't even gotten to a bunch of things that have happened today. Um, speaking of the draft, though, so Anthony Edwards, I think, may be the number one overall pick. And we kind of touched on this briefly during Purgatory. And, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. And I'd love to get Greg and Laura's thoughts on this, too. And maybe we can ask the audience at 877-710-ESPN. And, and you don't even need to know anything about Anthony Edwards. But it came out, I guess, that, you know, and I guess in some interview or something, he said, I don't really watch basketball when I'm not playing. I love football. You know, I watch football all the time. And it, this has become a big story today. And I'm curious, LZ, like, mm-hmm. when you hear that, what is your initial reaction? I'm cool with it. Like, you know, it doesn't shock me. It's not like you know, oh, my God, a red flag or anything like that. There are plenty of athletes that don't watch their games or watch their sport if they're not actively participating because they just need a break. So I don't have a problem with it. Do you? Correct. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I don't have an issue with it. I, you know, I told this story earlier. You know, there's a, you know, a famous story about Derek Jeter and, and, and uh, Alex Rodriguez becoming teammates for the first time, and this was printed somewhere. Uh, I don't remember now. It was like, you know, one of these magazine stories or whatever. And Derek invited Alex over, and Alex is a baseball dork, obviously. 
and he eats, breeds, and sleeps baseball. He's watching MLB extra innings when they have an off day. So on an off day, Alex gets invited to Derek's house, and Derek's watching, like, I don't know, the news or something. I don't even remember what it was. And he's like, yo, we're not watching a game. He's like, oh, no, I'm just watching whatever. I'm just chilling. I don't really watch, you know, I'll study film or whatever when I have to, at, you know, at the stadium. But, you know, in my spare time, I'm just watching whatever, you know. And that's Derek Jeter. He's won five championships. So I, I don't, right. you know, as long as Anthony Edwards is putting in the film work when he needs to, that to me is the important part. I don't care if he's not watching, um, you know, the Lakers play the Clippers. If no, he doesn't want not. to, that's on him. As long as he's performing and doing the job part of it and like watching film, I don't think that's a big deal. No, I, I don't think so either. And I, I will say this, though, that if you're not curious about certain matchups, I am kind of interested as to why. You know, like you just brought up Clippers versus Lakers. Now, to me, that might be a game you watch. But if it's like Sacramento versus Portland, I can see you just being like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. But there are certain matchups that I would think you would just be interested to watch just as a fan of basketball in general. Sure. And, and maybe, but, he, maybe he does. Maybe, uh, you but, know, he didn't get into specifics. He just said in right. general he prefers to watch football because it's his favorite sport to watch. Yeah. And I'm, I'm totally, totally fine with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I it, covered – Plenty of athletes who didn't watch their games, yeah. the, you know, the sport, when they yeah. weren't on the field. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we, uh, we'll let you know what happened to poor Clay Thompson. Just tough, tough stuff for him. Uh, Danny Green is on the move again. Um, can the Lakers make a move? That, that's, that could be floated out there. And Justin Herbert did something that made the internet mad. We'll get to all that coming up in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. There's a Fresh Big Prince pimping, of Bel-Air uh, reunion happening today. We'll, uh, we'll get yes. you an update as, uh, as we find out what the hell is happening. Um, they moved it up a day. Yeah, they did. Right. It's going to be on HBO Max. Uh, also, LZ, in the 5 o'clock hour, not only do we have Momo for the whole hour, but don't forget, there are six virtual keys left in the 710 ESPN Month of Giving. Andrew Griego from Yoruba Valley yesterday, uh, he won uh, yesterday's key. If you want your key, hopefully you heard Mason in Ireland give out the destination of the day in the 3 o'clock hour. Hopefully you wrote it down coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Here on our show, you listen for Sal Gonzalez of Culver City Mazda to give you the cue to call. When you hear it, be caller 7 with the correct destination of the day, and you win a virtual key that could start a brand-new 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport with a grand in the glove box, $1,000 in cash. Uh, You could take a road trip on us, okay? It's the 710 ESPN Month of Giving, and that's happening next hour. So, uh, real quick, before we get to the basketball stuff, um, Justin Herbert has freaked people out. So apparently he got a haircut. He did like a buzz cut. Something happened. And 
he or he got into a fight with a lawnmower and lost. Uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Something, dog. Uh, but he looks like the kid. Remember the the movie The Sandlot? He looks yep. like the kid that that was like the blondish, redheadish kid with the freckles who played catcher. That's what he looks like right now. Who is his people? Like, Who's you your mean, people? Like, the people like that manage him. Yeah, the people that are supposed to put you in a position to succeed. Who are they? I don't know who they are. Because I don't think he knows who they are either. Because good PR and ages and stuff, they don't let you do stuff like that. I mean, dog, you're in L.A. You had not, you had big, nice, curly locks right at the top of your head, you know? Bro, seriously. Yeah. You were winning. Winning. Yeah. And then you decided, you know what? Maybe I'm winning in life, but I'm losing games. So maybe if I lose in life, I'll win games. Maybe Correct. that's why he cut his hair. Perhaps. Maybe that is the case. I don't know. Um, but he's young. Man. He can grow it back. Yeah, it, it is pretty bad. Um, I, I, I think most people were like, damn. <laughs> you know Jared what I mean? Goff like, is sitting there like, Jared Goff is sitting there like going, and y'all think he's better than me? Right, right. Clinton Yates literally texted me. I'm going to read to you what he texted me. It was so funny. Um, it was, hold on, I have it here. He was the first person I thought of when I saw that too because that's right up his alley. What, bad haircuts? He wrote, no. I am devastated Fashion. by this Herbert hair news, uh, which I didn't see for like almost an hour because I was busy doing something, and I said, sorry I was swamped. I, I'm looking at it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And I said, <laughs> he looks like the kid who played the catcher in the sandlot. Um, and he's like, I, I just don't get how this happens. Like, like it, it, I know. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I know. Was he like – on his way to practice and swung by like a supercut to the gas station or something. Like, I mean, how do you get there? I, listen, I, you know, I ain't mad at you if you get you gotta get a haircut, you know, at like one of those type places. But it's COVID. You ain't going one of there. Like, do you, I mean, he clearly did that himself, right? I hope not. Oh, you? I mean, because you don't go get a buzz cut and go get like. But that's just it. It's not a buzz cut. It's some sort of like hybrid thing. It's like he's slowly being devoured by like a hair monster or something, and it just started <laughs> it, it looks top terrible. of his head. But you should, you guys should check it out. Um, so Al Horford, we kind of talked about this briefly at the top of the show. Al Horford was traded for Danny Green. So it's funny. The world is funny, man, because remember Al Horford almost went to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Do you remember? Like th- that was a thing. Like he was right. going to go to right. Oklahoma City. And he ended up in Boston back then um, a couple of years ago and eventually makes his way back to Oklahoma City. And Sam Presti is in the business of collecting, quote-unquote, bad contracts and then making them good contracts and then flipping them for more assets while getting assets initially to take on said bad contract. Like, he is the king of doing that. He, he, he is the king of flipping contracts and gathering draft picks. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, now we can have a debate about what happens after that, but certainly this part of the job he's excellent at. Well, but and, here's and the thing. Like, there's only so many, franchises. so many bites at the apple, right, that you can get as a small market. Now, he screwed up the Harden thing, right? Clearly, we all remember that. Like, there's no doubt. But he, he's like, I ain't going to let – screwed up I, the Serge Ibaka thing, too. Well, he paid Ibaka. He, he screwed that up. He screwed up Harden. Oh, um, I don't think he screwed up Ibaka. I would he probably should have traded KD. 
I mean, I can I can miss some things. I mean, I mean like, no, right? They they well, but the, the KD thing I don't think was him. I think that was the owner. Um, like the owner, you know, man, these owners they don't want to make those moves. They're like they believe that their bleep don't stink. You know what I'm saying? So like, of course, KD would stay with us. Remember how devastated they were when he left? And it's like, yeah. really? You were that devastated? You didn't realize? Like, you didn't know? You you couldn't feel that coming? Yeah, I mean, but whatever. <laughs> um, so you just lost a three-one lead. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? So Danny Green goes to Philadelphia, which I think is a good thing for him because he goes to a contender again. It's good for Philly, too, because they they needed shooting in the worst way possible. And, by the way, they actually need defense, too, beyond Ben Simmons and Joel. There's not a lot of great defenders on that roster. No, 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 no. Listen, that team with Doc at the helm is a talented squad. No doubt about it. But the question is, you know, are the moves they're making moves that are moving them forward or moves for the sake of moves? And I know that Al Horford and Joel Embiid were having issues being on the Can't, floor. They the couldn't same even time. play together. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I totally get that. Yeah. The question is, what you exchanged him for, does that help you at all? Yeah, I think so. Because you gave I him think, a pick I, I think and Danny you bring Green in a Danny them. Green. Yeah. You bring in a player who. You know, who really struggled yeah. in the perimeter. And look, you had to give up. You had to entice Oklahoma City to take uh, on Horford's contract. You know, it, it's not pretty. You know what I mean? Like there are. Hold on. There is. Let me see. Yeah. So it's three more years at twenty-seven and a half million dollars. Yeah, it sucks for them. But you know what? So what? That's them. They, they no, no. But I'm out. saying like <laughs> they had to give up. Philly had to give up a pick. Like it's not about like. You know, it, it, you know, Danny Green is a, a, actually a decent return considering that contract was so bad uh, for Philly specifically. Elton Brand made a terrible decision in bringing out Horford to play with Joel Embiid. Um, but, yeah, like I, I actually think – like I look at Philly's roster now with Doc, to your point. Um, you know, and look, Danny Green, people can say what they want about a shot goes and comes and goes or whatever – but the one thing that didn't come and go, LZ, was his defense here last year with the Lakers. No, his defensive effort was always there, um, which is a good thing. And he's spatially intelligent, so he understands what, what teams are trying to run. And he's good at disrupting what they're trying to run. Yeah. Um, his ability to be a lockdown defender against, perimeter, against premier perimeter players it's, it's, it's slipped, if not gone. It, it's overstated now, yeah. yes, yeah. for sure. But, he's old. <laughs> yeah, but – that doesn't mean that he still doesn't understand how to disrupt your sets. Yeah. And that's important, too. Deflections. Correct. Being and, and, where he's not supposed to be, interrupting yeah. you. Yeah, he's still good at that. And they've got Ben, who's an all-defensive player, right? Like, Joel is a good defender. I, I forgot Josh Richardson is on that team. He's a good defender. He's a good defender. You know defender. what I'm saying? Yep. He's and, a good and, defender. you know, now what you can do is, um, you know, and, and Tobias is not a good defender, but he's not like – I don't think he's like a disaster on defense, you know? so No, he's not, though I think he's probably going to be moved next. Man, you'd have to move that thing because that thing is – I mean, I don't know if it's worse than Al, but it ain't you, – you, They're going to have to move that. But <laughs> that's much better, <laughs> right. It, it's really entertaining watching all these teams try to figure out what they can do to catch yeah. the Lakers. Yeah. Well, and well, – a lot of these teams are shooting themselves in the foot thinking that they're sprinting ahead when actually you're making things worse for yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, so are the Lakers going to get back in this? Can the Lakers make a move tonight? There's a lot of moves already been made. More will be coming. Are the Lakers going to be included? Momo joins us for the next hour. We will talk to her. Also, we're giving away one of those virtual keys. Don't go anywhere. Your chance to potentially win a car, courtesy of Culver City Mazda. It's a Mazda CX-5 Sport each and every weekday in the 5 o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere. Sedano and LZ. 710 ESPN, back in two and a half minutes. What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, LZ, um, we start with the Raiders. They add, this is now the second time this has happened. They add seven players to their COVID list ahead of their big game against the Chiefs. Oh, boy. Not not good stuff. Not good stuff. They're just ducky. You know, so when they lose, they can be like going, oh, well, if we There's were healthy, <laughs> if we were healthy, we would have beat them. I don't, listen, we knew this was going to happen in the NFL. If you don't have a bubble, then you're going to have trouble. Right. I didn't mean to drop those bars. They just came to me naturally. They were natural, though, but they flowed nicely. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. So, um, I mean, we, we expected this, basically. It's the second time for them, though. But, I mean, other teams have been shutting down their facilities at various points throughout this season because we don't have a bubble, and they're not requiring guys to be more responsible for the league, and this is just what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Next year, of course, and we'll ask Momo to give us an update on that while she joins us here in a second. Uh, Clay Thompson, right leg injury to require testing. Clay has been working out here in Southern California and uh, apparently injured his lower right leg. Uh, expected to go testing uh, in the next few days to determine the severity of the injury. According to certain reports um, from The Athletic, he was not able to put any weight on that right leg. That's just terrible news for Clay, man. That's terrible news for Clay. It's terrible news for the Golden State Warriors. And really, it's terrible news for the NBA. Because, you know, it's coming back on the 22nd. We all know about the financial hardship. But damn, losing one of the premier franchises in a in a conversation about playoff runs and championship just hurts their ability to market. And you definitely want it to be able to drive home Lakers versus Golden State, Lakers versus Golden State, Clippers versus Golden State. Like those scenarios were enticing and we're gonna drive ratings and this may hurt that. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. It is bad for the NBA on a number of fronts. Excellent point. Uh that's what you need to know, presented by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Mama Momo's here. For one hour, we got the draft going on, and we got Momo here. We got trades. We got craziness going on, and the unfortunate scenario, as we just mentioned, with Clay Thompson. Uh, Momo, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, this thing with Clay is really is really a bummer. I really hope it's not um, not bad, not 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 as bad as what um, it initially seems like. Yeah, absolutely. We're hoping that it reads worse than what it actually is. Yeah. But I got a question for you, Momo. Yeah. yeah. Because it's such an unusual circumstance. The draft isn't normally held this time of year, obviously. Yeah. We're not restricted at home, obviously. You're in California with all of everyone else, and so you can't even go out and get a bite to eat afterwards. How is your reporting different for this draft versus other years where you have way more mobility and it's a different time of year? Well, it's interesting because, like, normally um, I would be at either the Lakers or the Clippers or I would be um, – they they usually have, like, a draft party or something. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, six years in a row that I was covering the lottery. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I mean, and it was like I was part of this draft broadcast right now. And they go, Reese Davis would throw to me and he'd go, hey, now if we're reporting the Lakers, we have Ramona Shelburne. What do you got, Ramona? 
<laughs> I would say, you know, I would come up with whatever I had. I mean, it, you know, that's it's it's pretty different in that sense. Um, but uh, you know, it's this this one's weird because, like, you know, we don't. I don't know that. We, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of nice that we get to see all the players with their families, like at home. Um, this gives it like a, a different quality to it. It's sweet, you know. You get to see them in their in their environment. I actually had one um, one team I was talking to the other day. They were saying like they actually like look for things like when they they get these like they're allowed to go visit the prospects like at their um, you know at oh, <laughs> this is funny. I'm watching our draft broadcast and we put in like all these lights up in Bristol. Like you know the campus there. Yeah, yeah. We're, make, like we're making Bristol red, look buildings, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I have been to Bristol in late it's November. It's not that it cool. Not yeah. that yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, they they did make it look nice though. For oh, they they did the look like thing. New York City out there. Yeah, they did. Do, they did the same thing during the NFL draft. It looked That's really funny. nice. Yeah. That's it funny. Is, it, it, is, it is picturesque uh, on camera. Uh, yeah, there, that is that. funny right there. Yeah. Um, I didn't know where they were. I was like, where yeah. It's funny, like watching. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that is, is that? Oh, it's Bristol. Yeah, I know that parking lot. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Laura, and you're listening to KSB in Los yeah. Angeles. Laura's will let me know when we actually have a pick in, and we will go live to it okay. and come back, and we can react and stuff like that. So, so here's the thing, guys. Like, there's no buzz about this draft like there was last year. I mean, oh my God, we had Zion Williamson and John right. Moran. Like, there was just unbelievable talent at the top of last year's draft. This year, though. There's a there could be some players in this draft. We just don't know yeah. which ones they are because mm-hmm. one we had a short we had a real short um, college season. We didn't get to see everybody for too long. Two, there's this trend now where a lot of the a lot of the really good players are going over to the Australian league or playing you know going to France or something. They're not even they're just bypassing college altogether. Yeah. Um. So that's what's so s- scary about this. Um. Now is like when you're a team picking. Like, you know, a lot of teams I've talked to guys, they, they, it's like the prospects aren't coming to you now. You go to them. Right. So right. it's not even on your turf. Like, you don't get to use, like, you know, your workout guys to go put them through a whole thing. I mean, this is like the most blind that teams have ha- ever had to pick. Just the well, most blind. You know what's funny is that it does remind me a lot, Momo, of the 2013 draft. That was yeah. the Anthony Bennett draft. And the people yeah. went second. Um, that ended up being the Giannis draft, but Giannis went outside of the lottery. Like people forget that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, Dennis Schroeder was in that draft. Uh, Rudy Gobert was in that draft. Um, there were, a, there were some guys that went in that draft. Um, it just, you know, it, it had a, a feel like this though. Steven Adams, I think CJ McCollum, K- KCP actually was in that draft. Um, but it did have that feel to it where going into it, you're like, I don't know if this is actually a good draft. But every draft has a couple of guys that end up becoming good. It's just, to your point, we don't know who the hell it is. Yeah, and I think the thing with, um, with this, this draft, I mean, you know, look at that Giannis draft. If you haven't listened to the Woj pod on Giannis, you really should because it's, it's really it's, – it's just – have you listened to it yet, guys? Have you heard it? I started it. I haven't finished the whole thing yet. Do you, okay, do you want me to not give it away? I mean, you no, can give, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so the best part to me was the Hawks were totally in on Giannis. They were like so in on Giannis that they had a deal with his agent that he was going to like, that they would pick him. They would have the 16 and the 18 picks. They were so in on Giannis that they, he was going to keep all his medical records and, from every other team and he wasn't going to let him work out for any other team. So not only was like Giannis this total unknown coming from overseas, he had played in like, 
you know, a second division team in Spain or something, um, he wouldn't work out for anyone. And everyone was like, well, he must have a guarantee if he's staying in the draft. I mean, why would this guy stay in the draft if he doesn't have a guarantee? Nobody could figure out who it was who had guaranteed him that they would take him. And the Hawks were sitting there at 16 just trying to sweat it out. They were trying to trade up. They tried to trade with Oklahoma City at 12. Oklahoma City ended up taking Steven Adams right there. Then at 13, the Mavs were on the clock. They, they really liked him. But they were trying to get Dwight Howard or somebody in free agency. And so they traded the pick to the Sixers, and the, I mean, not to the Celtics. And the Celtics ended up taking Kelly Olenek. Oh, God. Oh, right. Brutal, right? Then at 14, um, the Utah Jazz had a pick. Oh, so the Utah Atlanta's- Jazz had a pick. They traded to Minnesota, and they took Greg's guy, Shabazz Muhammad, who yep. I would imagine, Bergman, you thought was going to be a baller. Right? And uh, then at 15. Yeah. <laughs> and then at 15, Milwaukee's just sitting there. And John Hammond, who was the GM, is just like chilling. Like, like, oh, yeah, you know what? I think I saw that kid in some EuroLeague game. Or not EuroLeague, but like some gym in Europe. And the film on him was interesting. You know, we're at 15. We might as well take a flyer on him. So he just like took him right before the Hawks, who had gone to all this trouble. Right. You know, they had, you know, the Hawks had flown him into the secret workout in Atlanta and they were like hiding, they were like entering him in the back, you know, entrance so no one saw him. Yeah. And they went to, you know, he, he went and hung out at Danny Ferry's house in Atlanta and the Hawks were like, we're almost there, we're almost there. And then boom, Milwaukee just takes him, just, ah, just, you know, he's talent. Might as well just take a flyer on the oh, kid. Oh. How crazy is that? Poor Hawks That's fans. Terrible. Oh, it was very sad. That's and it's terrible. crazy because the Hawks, to your point, Momo, had had a bunch of picks right after that yeah. 15th uh, pick in that draft. Oh. Yeah, it, they it, easily could have moved up. But so, you know what? You know who else was in that draft? CJ McCollum. CJ. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ yeah. went picks early. That, yeah, he yeah, went ten. Stephen yeah, Adams. Yeah. Like there were yeah. some good picks in that draft. They just weren't right at the top. With we Anthony just didn't Bennett. know, but, but we didn't we know how good those guys were at that point. Because remember, CJ McCollum was a small. Um, uh, a small school guy, right? Lehigh yeah. or whatever. Steven Adams was a kid from New Zealand. Like, we didn't know how good that, yeah. that he was. Um, I got to tell you guys something, man. What? I know that we like to tease LeVar and everything. I yeah. love his hat. But, it, but it's I told you so hat that he's wearing right That's now. That's pretty good. Yeah. That it's is pretty, pretty good, good man. Yeah. I'm giving yep. it up to him, He gets man. to Let say me, that, too. He does. You get to say that, man. You get to say that. You get to be Richard Williams for this moment because you did tell us so. Some of us clowned yeah. you. I clowned you for sure. Yeah. And you're right. You know, so congratulations. Yeah. also good to see his wife, um, the, the wife and the boy's mother looking yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. she suffered the stroke. Momo, um, you mentioned teams wanting to move up or whatever. What do you think the Lakers, what, what are the chances of the Lakers kind of making a move here potentially uh, in this draft? Like they bought in last year, obviously, to get Taylor Horton Tucker. I think it was 46th in the draft. Um, do you see them kind of looking like what do they think of this draft? And, and do you think yeah. they could potentially buy in? I, I do. Um, uh, there's definitely some guys that I've heard of that they liked with that 28 pick. Uh, with the 28th pick, and if those guys are still there, let's say in the early second round, I could easily see them do that. Um, second round picks, depending on where they go and who's selling, right? They're gonna what? Do, what do they go for right now? For is it like three, four million, something like that? Um, I definitely think they could do that. They like Taylor Horton Tucker last year. He's actually gonna play for them this year. Yeah, he's gonna play. He's gonna be in the rotation. Um, so it's uh it's really interesting. Uh oh, on the clock. Hold on. I'm watching the draft broadcast. Ten seconds. Minnesota. On the it's clock. It's gonna be Anthony Edwards. Watch. Ooh, I have the draft broadcast on, Laura. This is exciting. 
Yeah, this is kind gonna, of emotional. We that, can go to, we can go to the commissioner the here. Set for those then, you guys listening. They we have can this go to the commissioner, and then what we can do is oh, okay. uh, Momo can finish. Uh, we can do a quick react. Yeah. Uh, Momo then can finish the Lakers and, uh, and, and her thoughts on what the Lakers are looking at. Uh, once we see the commission, actually, you know, keep talking about the Ooh. Lakers. It's fine until we yeah. get like, to the Yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I, I'll, there's, a, there's, a, there's a kid who uh, actually played the Sierra Canyon out here. Uh, Cassius uh, Stanley played at Duke last year. I know they liked him pretty high, uh, like at the end of the first round, something like that. Uh, but they obviously traded the 28 pick. But if they could get in like a little later, right, in the second round, if he's still there, um, that would be a guy. He's the one with the highest vertical jump in the draft. Um, that'd be kind of that'd be an interesting guy to take a flyer on. Um, but I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of guys that they have found over the last couple of years, either as free agents or second round picks. That you know that that scouting department that Jesse Buss runs does a pretty good job. Oh now, man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, a I'm a little, I'm I am a little getting bummed some... because I don't think we're going to see. A lot of fly suits, custom fly suits this yeah. year. A- LZ, yeah, but you, isn't oh, it sweet oh, to be at home? Hold on, LZ. Hold on one second. Let's go. Let's go to the uh, commissioner real quick. Anthony Edwards from the University of Georgia. So there you go. Anthony uh, Edwards Anthony is the first pick. Uh, so LZ, you're right. No fly suits. He's wearing jeans and a leather jacket, but he is the number yeah, one. Yeah, but look, pick. can I say first of all, that's a great leather jacket. That's a it great is a great leather jacket. Bomber jacket. It's really yeah. cool. Um, and he's got he's got. Um, paintings of his mom and grandmother who both died of cancer yeah sitting they both right passed away when he was chairs. very young yeah yeah, yeah yeah or 14 14 yeah. yeah yeah but he he's apparently like from what i've heard like people think he has like the highest upside of any player in the draft yes um in terms of talent um you know i don't some- love him in that culture though yeah, I'm, I, I might. I don't be think re- of Cat and, De- and D'Angelo as culture setters, and and I think yeah. that he needs uh, a culture setter. Like if I'm them, it's so. Yeah. I, I actually said this on the jump last week. I said, you know who they need there if he goes there? They need uh, you know, like a Jimmy Butler type. LZ, <laughs> 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 uh, you think they could get a Jimmy Butler Careful. type over there? I don't know yeah, if they want careful. that smoke. The last one they had, they smoked. They almost choked to death. So mm. probably yeah. not. Yeah. Well, now this I, is a I, fascinating I, decision coming up here for for yeah. the Warriors. Let, let's take a timeout. Let's tell let, you this. Let, hold on, hold on. Save oh, it, okay. save it, save okay. it, save it. We got a break. Let's take a timeout. Momo's going to give us some dirt yep. on something. She's going to finish up what she thinks about the Lakers in this draft. We'll talk about the Clippers yep. as well. And we will have the second pick with the Warriors because obviously there's a lot of stuff going on. Clay Thompson, unfortunate injury here in Southern California and some workouts, uh, a right leg injury. So, and, and you know. We'll see how that affects this particular pick. So we'll be back in two and a half minutes.